everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Authentic Life Radio. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. I'm Sarah. How are you? Good. How are you? I am doing really well. I'm glad to hear it. I am. So Leo, Leo says hi to the podcast. Hello. And um, he is, is crated behind me. But, uh, but you're not also let, not in, like really giving him the attention. I'm that not he wants giving, <laughs> right. I'm, I'm not giving him his attention. But um, so, yeah, we decided that we were still going to record in this uh, super crazy time that um, we're going through. And it's a learning experience. It is such a learning experience. I would say yes, but my life hasn't really changed at all. It hasn't affected me. You haven't been to the grocery yet. <laughs> I yes, you're right. I went last week in preparation of thinking this is kind of looking kind of squirrely. Is okay. the right word? So yeah. I went and I um I didn't get a whole lot of stuff because I mean really it's just me at my house. Mm-hmm. But I did buy some toilet paper because it was there, and um yeah, I mean so I and but I I still I'm still going to work right now and. Uh, no. Oh, poor Leo. And um, I really don't go out in the evenings. So, <laughs> so like restaurants and all the other stuff closing, yes. it's just nothing's really, it's just not really effective. But you're right. I have not been truly to the grocery store since. It's so last the chaos week, hit. we did, we do our grocery shopping on Sundays every week. And so we had already been to the grocery before. Everything went a little nuts. Mm-hmm. And um, my biggest thing in how, it, in how this whole coronavirus and everything shutting down to prevent spread has changed my life is that there are more people in my house now than there usually are. Correct. Right. <laughs> and I can't send my daughter back to college after spring break. <laughs> <laughs> um. And I, I love I love having Megan here. I love knowing that she's safe, you know, all of these things. But there is, when I turned 18, I moved out of my parents' house. And I never moved back in with my parents. And as I was out on my own for a little while, because, you know, when you're in that, you know, 16 to 24 stage, you know everything. Yes. Yes. And so I was in that. I was in that. I knew everything. And one thing I knew was that I didn't want to go back and live with my parents again. Hmm. And so now Megan's been out on her own for more than a year and a half. And I get that being in a dorm is not necessarily on your own, but it's on her own in that she makes her own schedule and she gets to do things how she likes it when she likes it, you know, all of those things. And she comes back here and it's not that way. You all are in another rhythm. We it's have, we have a different, rhythm. yeah, we, the four of us found our own rhythm when Megan moved out and no matter how much she wants us to readjust to be the, to be the five of us rhythm, it won't go back to that. I I was the oldest too, and I remember I remember that feeling. I remember coming home and feeling like it's just an adjustment period for everybody. For everyone. It's yeah. not you know just for for Megan, for you, for for just for for all of just for all of you. And I just remember that. I remember feeling like 
I wanted to be on my own. I wanted to be doing my own thing, but then I come back. I still want to have, you know, what that comfort comfort of my family and mm-hmm. what I thought, well, no, not what I thought, what I had. And, but just like in anything, when life changes, you, you get a new rhythm and, That's right. and you have, but and you have to, you grieve it for a little, I mean, you grieve it. And then you find this new place and this new way to do things. And it can't go back because something new has been created. Nothing. Exactly. And, um, but I still, I, re- I, and Megan's the first one to do it. And I was the first one mm-hmm. to do it as well. And so I felt like I was being excluded when really it's just these growing pains in me doing all of the things that right. I was supposed to do. Yes. And there would do, and my family was doing what they were supposed to do. My still had, you know, my brother and sister were still, you know, minors and still, but I, I remember thinking, dang, they don't want me here. <laughs> and that might be how, that might be how she feels. But you know, we have this, um, I'll tell you, like we're in bed at 8.30, I read for an hour to an hour and a half. I'm asleep by 9.30 or 10 every night. And there have been a couple of nights at 9 o'clock. She's like, hey, let's play a game. I'm like, I'm up past my bedtime. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one that, that goes to bed between 8 and 8.30. I'm thinking, I mean, you know, it's not like, I, again, I'm home by myself most yeah. of the time. So it's not like I'm doing things. But it's still like, I'm really old. And, I'm <laughs> And, um, I'm not really old, but I'm really tired. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm reading too, I guess, but it just, it feels good to snuggle down with Levi yeah. and get in bed and read or whatever, you know, just relax. And so I'm glad I'm not the only one that does you that. You are not oh, the only one. That you makes me feel better. Yes. Um. So is there anything else in your life that you feel like has changed because of, well, we're just in the beginning stages. We're, yeah. We're, this is, this is very early. Um. That is the only thing that is. You know, having McKenna home every day, that wouldn't be, that's not going to be, you know, I actually like having her here. (laughs) And not that I don't like having Megan here, but they're, you know, McKenna is still part of my natural rhythm. You know, she's my only minor. She, you know. That's true. Has Matthew's job been affected at all? They, they have a less number count of packages. Matthew works for DHL. And so they're not um, processing as many packages, but right now there's, you know, um, they closed the lunchroom down today, mm-hmm. so they can no longer eat their lunch in the lunchroom. And, uh, because of the, because, because too many people congregating too, yep, it together. Too many yeah. people congregating in one place. And, um, he's like, so I don't know what that means. I mean, do we eat on the floor where we work? <laughs> like, I don't know what that means, but, um, I think one of the most frustrating things is like with Matthew's lunchroom being closed. And, you know, we were talking about some frustrations that you have with work. The most frustrating thing is that all of these things are happening and there's no communication going on. You just don't know. You just don't know. And that thing, and I don't know if anybody in leadership really does know. I think everybody's trying to make decisions as it comes. Things are changing so So rapidly Mm -hmm. and that, you know, and I get that. Um, I also get that I'm an over communicator. If you can believe that people, <laughs> I um, like to talk. I like to talk things out. I like to process things. And so um, when I feel like I, um, Oh, the podcast pup is so cute. So when I feel like I'm not, I don't, the information is just not coming and where I can process it in a way that I know what's going on. I, I annoy myself that I'm annoyed. Mm-hmm. I, so I get it. I mean, <laughs> It's true. It's true. Um, but yeah, I I have learned some, some 
Well, I think that I always love to talk, but especially over the last couple of years when I don't have anything keeping me from from yes. from talking, I talk a whole lot. You everybody, if you can't tell that, <laughs> I say that with people that I feel really safe with. Right, absolutely. And I end up. So I think that if you are around me and I talk a whole lot, you should take that as a compliment because it means I feel safe. <laughs> That's right. That's what that means. Um, yeah, I. It, it'll be interesting to see over the next week, the next two weeks or whatever it mm-hmm. looks like, how, you know, what will happen and how life will change. I hope that what it does for, you know, in my spirit or in everyone's spirit is that we have this sense of we find out what's really important and, you know, it takes us to that ground zero place of, of just appreciating what we should, should have been appreciating all along. We get, we can get so distracted from busyness and from all of these other things. And then when we, when we, when we're hit with a crisis or when we're hit with um, something that upends our normalcy, we kind of can see, it just brings us back to where our priorities should have been all along. along. And, um, I learned that throughout my divorce. I learned that throughout, um, you know, when something just upends everything, you just, you know, I have such a, if we allow it, because it's it's a choice, if we allow it, it can really, really change us for the good and for the better. Mm -hmm. Um, So hopefully that will be what happens out of this, um, coronavirus thing that's, you know, spreading across our land. Yes. And that's that's my hope and my prayer. Anyways, I I would I would second that. Now, if I'm listening, if I need to be reminded, somebody can play this back. If I'm getting annoyed by all these little things, I might need to get hit upside the head. That'd be perfect. You can just there play my words for me, there Sarah. Remember what's really it, just, what's really important here, Sarah. You know, um, and um, also the other thing too is because I have a my foundation is this belief in God and and His goodness and His great um, His faithfulness and His mercy. It helps me to, um, it gives us an opportunity to see him come through in ways we never would have thought if, you know, so we have to just, there's just to surrender, you know, surrender our, our lives to him basically mm-hmm. is what that means. It's absolutely what that means. Yeah. And there's no, if I'm really going to be serious about who I truly say that God is in my life, then I have no reason to fear because God's got it under control. And even if, even if I went to heaven out of this, I'm going to heaven, you know right. what I mean? Right. I will tell you that that's not my greatest fear. My greatest fear is not being able to pay my bills. I'm just, that's gonna, that's really, just, truly no, it. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, I, because if I go to heaven, I'm like, I'm completely secure in that. But the thought of not being able to pay my bills. Right is a reality. It is. And that's so difficult. And so I get that whole thing of, um, of surrender and to understand that. And, but I've, you know, over the past several years, I've seen God come through in a ways that just over and over and over. So, um, when I'm fearful, I just need, I need to look back on my life and say, well, God, you provided for me here and you provided for me here and you've been faithful here and here. So help, you know, it's a good exercise in just growing my faith doesn't mean it's easy or comfortable. It is not easy. But it's good. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So before there was a ban on, you know, how many people could be gathered in one place. Mm-hmm. We're at 10 um, right now. Are we at 10? We're now? at 10. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, so <laughs> my house is pushing the limits. Um, <laughs> but before this, on on Saturday, we hosted a surprise party for my dad's 60th birthday. This is what I alluded to last week that I couldn't mention. Right. Because I may have ruined someone's 50th birthday by mentioning it on a podcast. <laughs> oh, no. That stinks. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I did. For... um. For my mom, we mm-hmm. had a 50th surprise party and I said it on my podcast and she's usually behind. And so I didn't even think twice and she heard it before. Anyway, oh. it was, she was caught up that week. <laughs> <laughs> so last week, um, last Saturday, we, we hosted this and we were certain, my mom, my sister and I, and um, probably a couple of my brothers, but we were certain that dad was on to us. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Uh, mom's a terrible liar. <laughs> like, That's a good thing to be terrible at, truly. It is. Here's what I learned through this experience. I'm the best liar in my family. Well, okay. Let's <laughs> brag about that. Nah, I'm not really. Okay, go I'm ahead. not bragging. I'm just stating. <laughs> I'm just stating. That's so funny. But um, so she would have to make up all of these absurd re- places that she was or things she was doing and and it, bless her heart i know oh my god i can can i was like can i write you a script <laughs> like, i'll come up with them on the fly. that's the thing she can't come up with them on the fly like you know and so I get that um but so he had no idea until saturday when oh. he, one of my brothers was uh, at dad's working on a car and he said oh i've got to get out of here i got a shower i got somewhere to be <laughs> And dad said, oh, yeah, where you got to be? And God love my mom. I mean, I mean, bless his heart. Bless his heart. Yeah. He's like, uh, 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 my dad's like, it took him a solid 35 seconds to come up with an excuse. Well, I'm glad he's not, a, he's not a good liar either. No, Michael's not a good, probably why he was in so much trouble as a kid. <laughs> but me, on the other hand, it was just my mouth that got me in trouble. Um. Anyway, so we pulled off this party and it was it was such a good time and I all of not all of but a lot of my dad's friends still came out. Some of them traveled into town for for this party. And and here here's what I I loved watching my dad just be in community with his people. And to see these friendships that have gone on for decades and watch them come together. I mean, some of them haven't seen each other in in years, but you wouldn't know that when they're sitting at the table together. And um, my sister was like, do you know who that is? I'm like, uh, no. Do you know who that is? I'm like, uh, no. And finally I looked at her and I was like, Samantha, do you realize I moved out of dad's house like 23 years ago? Like I haven't seen... My dad's best friend, Charlie. I, I see Charlie regularly. But other than but other than Charlie, I haven't seen any of dad's friends in like a decade and a half. I, I you know, I there were just a few of them who I remembered. And but to watch my dad in community with the people that he does life with was such a cool thing. I bet. It was such a cool thing. So he had a good time. He had a good time. Did you have a good time? I had a good time. And and so had the blanket because you so, want to talk about. Yes. Um, my sister 
And can I tell a big story? Of course. My mom mentioned to me, I mean, we were planning this party for six months. So probably six or seven months ago about making a t-shirt quilt for my dad. Um, My dad is a Mopar Nationals, uh, a Mopar car fan. He is a master mechanic on classic muscle cars, especially anything made by Mopar. And it has been um, going to the Mopar Nationals, which is a yearly car show, um, has been his thing for as far back as I can remember. And do you know how I can remember so far back? Because the stupid, stupid car show is the same weekend as my birthday. Oh. All the time. That sucks. It does. When your birthday coincides with your dad's passion, it sucks. Mm -hmm. But um, I was 40 years old before I thought, why didn't I ever go with him? Like, why didn't I ever say, hey, I get that you're throwing this present at me so that you can get out the door and get to where you want to be. But why don't I like, why didn't I ever say, can I go too? are you going to go this year? It'll probably be canceled at the rate we're going. But I, I if if he can, uh-huh. okay. um, because my dad is not as mobile now as he was in the past. Yeah, so, that'd be really cool. though. If but I think it that. would be I think it would be fun. I could send you with some marshmallows. That sounds delicious. Okay. All right. Go ahead. (laughs) So can you make it? So he has, he's participated in, I mean, he doesn't just go and look at other people's cars. He has built cars from the ground up that have participated in the Mopar National. So he's been a participant and he has all of these t-shirts from being a participant. And so mom says, can you make a t-shirt quilt with your dad's participant shirts? I'm like, um, well, I've never made a quilt before. But I can figure it out. I love that about you. Thank you. That would have sent me into a hives. <laughs> my husband, too. The fact that I said yes sent my husband into hives. <laughs> He's like, I'm just going to have to help her with this. Like, Okay, so before I get to that, I have to help her with this. A little while later, she comes back and says, well, uh, he doesn't want us to cut up his T-shirts because he'd like to wear them again. Because he got too big to wear, to wear them for a while. And he would like to wear them again. And so we can't cut them up. But can we still make a quilt? Like, huh. I don't know. I mean, things got a little trickier now. But let's see what we can do. So she gets me the t-shirts. And I actually was able to do it in um, Cliff. I did ask for his help. But he was freaking out. Like, I was going to have to, I was going to ask him to, like, figure all of this out for me. And I said, no, I've come up with an idea. But here's what I need. Here's what I do need your help with. So Cliff took pictures of each t-shirt and then cropped that photo and sent them to me. So then I had these pictures of his participant shirts. And my birthday present last year is totally responsible for creating my dad's birthday present this year in that my cricket was the single most valuable tool for getting this done. So Cliff sends me these pictures and I upload them into Cricut um, Design Space. And then I can send that image to the printer. And the printer printed it onto transfer paper. That's amazing. And so then I was able to transfer that image onto material that ended up being in the quilt. It probably took 
17 steps longer than had we just been able to cut up the t-shirt and and stick it on, you know, sew them mm-hmm. together. When we finished with all of the images, and then my brothers had found, I think one brother specifically found all of the pictures. We found pictures of dad with different vehicles that he has built. And so we put them in there. And um, when we were all finished with the pictures, it really wasn't going to be like a big enough um, blanket to cover him. So I was like, well, what if we pick like music lyrics that mean something to us or that make us think about him? And, and so, so then we started, we started that. And it ended up being close to a full size, like to cover a full size bed. And um, when <laughs> it's not finished, it's upstairs. So I can put the, I have to put the, the quilting stitches in it that connect all three layers mm-hmm. so that when it's washed, it doesn't, you know, turn into a big ball. So we gave it to him on Saturday. He cried. Oh. And um, then I cried. And so it was beautiful. But it ended up turning out so much better than I ever could have imagined just pieced together with ideas for like, I think I can make that happen. (laughs) That's incredible. I love that. I love, I love your spirit of we're going to figure it out. Um, Me, I would have hidden underneath the chair. (laughs) (laughs) I, I know that about myself. I'm not this big aggressive kind. I mean, aggressive person when it comes to a startup. Yeah. Now, if it's already done, I'll be aggressive. And I'm definitely aggressive about people and loving on people and serving people. But the thought of like trying to figure something out really will almost send me into hives. I don't yeah. like that about myself, but it's just true. It's how I'm wired, I guess. Cause we, I guess we need all kinds of different people to do all kinds we of different do. things. Yeah. I love that about you. I Thank love you. that you were willing to just t- tackle it, take it on. Say, yeah, we're going to get this done and what it meant then to your dad. Yeah. What a beautiful, beautiful gift. Thank you. So, my dad told me many years ago that when he could, when he could uh, no longer care for himself, that he was going to do what like um, old Indian chiefs did, and I know what you- and he was he, he was going to grab a blanket and wander out into the wilderness, and you know he's not going to let any of us know because then we'd come look for him and all of this stuff. So about halfway through creating this blanket, I was like, does anybody realize we're giving dad a blanket for his 60th birthday? <laughs> <laughs> to do what he said he's going to do? To yeah. wander off into the wilderness. So it was, it, then it just became, you know, a funny thing a, as well. Sure. And um, so it was such a great day. And I am so glad it's over. <laughs> It was a lot of preparation Mm -hmm. and it was, are you ringing? Cause I'm not. Yep. Oh yeah. Can we pause this? Yep. Okay. So one more thing about Saturday, which was a great day. It really, really was. There was so much going on and so much to do. I was trying to get everything done. There is one task that I've probably been doing for 30 years. Okay. And because you do it so often, and you've been doing it so long, you're like, ah, I got this, right? So I was curling my hair. I was actually having a very good hair day. Like, I could tell from, you know how sometimes when you're done, I don't blow dry my hair every day. But when I'm done blow drying my hair, 
to actually like style it. And I, I can just tell this is going to work for me. Yeah, I know that. You, you know really, that feeling, oh, right? Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure you know because that feeling. Because there are sometimes you're done blow-drying and we're like, yep, it's a Monday. <laughs> for sure. It's no just going to be a Monday. There's no hope for saving this. It was doomed from the beginning. But as soon as it... <coughs> Social distancing. Social distancing. I have an itch. <coughs> as soon as I was done during it i knew this is gonna be a good day now i need a drink so i just know it's going to be a great hair day right and so i start curling and i'm putting my curls in and i dropped the curling iron on my <gasps> neck <laughs> that's terrible burn and here's the thing saturday everybody just thought it was a hickey <laughs> and i don't your hickey so so my dad my dad's best friend Charlie, who I've known my entire life, I call Uncle Charlie when I was called Uncle Charlie when I was little. Mm-hmm. Um, he he was giving me a hard time. He was like, "Yeah, that's just it." He was like, "No, seriously, if I had a hickey after twenty three years of marriage, I'd be wearing that proudly." This is just a stinking burn. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, that's a terrible burn. It Steph. hurts so bad. I so bet. it's in that point. It's in that point where it's itchy. And it's, it's, um, it's tight. So anytime I move my neck, it, it's pulling right. and I am like, oh, why didn't I just slow down? It was going to be a great hair day, whether I rushed through it or took my time. So was it a good hair day? It Did was it an up- excellent oh, hair day. Good. Well, there, see there, we have some good news it out of the whole thing. It was an excellent hair day. Uh. And I, um, so when I first, when I first burnt it, um, I'm st- I finished getting ready and then I'm like, I wanted to put something on it because it, it hurt. And so I find some, um, some aloe, but I had this necklace that I wanted to wear with my outfit and the necklace was really important to my, it was my, it was my, the crowning jewels necklace and it was really important to my outfit for in my, in my mind. So I actually covered the, the, the burn because the necklace was rubbing on it. It was, yeah, it's, it's right, right there where yeah. the necklace was rubbing on it. And so I covered it so I could wear my necklace because it was more important than the burn getting air. <laughs> Priorities. Correct. Priorities. I was, it was a very girly moment for me. That's all right. That's perfect. That is perfect. So yes, I, I take your time, slow down. <laughs> it, even if it's something you've done a million times. Man, I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Mm. yeah, the whole iron hit my, like, obviously not the whole iron, but the whole iron fell out of my hands and landed on a good portion of my neck. Oh, yuck. So, anyway. So, we've so we've paused and had to do a couple things since we since have. So, is, is that going to be a problem? Like, No. For us, absolutely not. For our producer... It might take him a little longer to get this episode out. Bless his heart. Bless his heart. I was the first one to do it, so I want to apologize for that. And then, Not a problem. Then you, then you choked. I d- and then that's what messed me up was when was when I choked. Yeah. So, gotcha. yeah, we were we were good until then. <laughs> I just love that I'm not the only one that can mess up technology. Not at all. That's good. Not at all. I did it very smoothly the first time. Not so much the second. So I love that. Thank you. It's authentic. It is. There you go. It it's absolutely very, is. Very authentic. So um, 
we could do these questions. Okay. Which I really enjoy doing these questions with you and, and giving people a, a very authentic look at us with questions that we would normally never think about. Think about. Mm-hmm. Or I can ask you, so Sarah, what do you know? <laughs> Way to put me on the spot. You, you choose. You choose. Well, maybe we can do both. Okay. But I love that you used my own words there. That's so funny. So yesterday or last week, I um, I left here and it was my um, Dave who I've been dating. It was our seven month anniversary. We had, um, and I love, numbers are significant to me. I just, I love numbers. We had just talked about our favorite numbers. Yeah. So three, ten. Seven and 33. I just, I love those numbers. So we started uh, dating on the 10th. So we just, well, not, we didn't start dating. That's what he, you know, that's kind of when he. It's a mandate. It's a, it's his, it's a mandate. <laughs> that's funny. That's kind of his thing. He just said he has it in his calendar, which I appreciated because I didn't even think about that. And I will be really honest to tell you that the reason I didn't think about it was because I was not going to be in any relationship. I just wasn't. I would just, I had truly. A couple months prior to meeting Dave, I had said, uh, I'd written in my journal, God, I, I surrender, you know, I just surrender this time to you. And I, I I'm really being, I'm, I'm really okay being single. And I, I'm looking forward to what you're going to do in my life. And, um, and so then, but then a couple months later, I meet Dave and I really, you know, knew, um, in my heart and I really, um, I knew that God wanted me to, to allow this relationship or this friendship to, to go somewhere. Um, but I was kind of resistant at first because I really, I, I was okay. Surrender when you're surrendering yes. that God surprises you in the surrender, I mm-hmm. think is kind of where I'm going because I just didn't think, I thought that he was saying you surrendered to me this, this time I wanted. Uh, and cause I had before I've been wanting to be in a, in a relationship and I, and I just got to the place where I'm like, okay, God, I surrender it all to you. And I, don't have to be in a relationship, whatever. And then God surprises me in the surrender of providing me a relationship. Very funny. I think God just was kind of giggling at it. But so um, I remember talking to Dave about, um, well, when we would talk about us dating or whatever, he he was okay calling me his girlfriend. And I, for some reason, that was really hard for me. Girlfriend, boyfriend, I'm in my 40s. <laughs> like that just seemed whatever. So I would call him, this is, this is, I haven't really told very many people this, so I would call him my friend plus. <laughs> I mean, I just wasn't, I just wasn't there. And as things progressed and, and I started liking him more and whatever, I called him my friend plus plus. So that was just became kind of a joke to me. Um, and then, um, then I eventually, as, as time went on and I spent more time with him and, and I really saw his character, his integrity, that he was trustworthy, that he was um, truly, he he's kingdom minded like I am. Um, I started allowing myself to call him a boyfriend, my boyfriend, which was, which was a huge step for me. And, um, because of my past and the ways that I was, um, lied to and betrayed and all of these, it just, it was really, really hard for me to surrender to this relationship. And God, um, helped me to understand that Dave was trustworthy and, and worthy of me, um, giving my heart to him. So, um, over the weekend, so this not this past weekend, but the weekend before, so the weekend before our seven month anniversary, we celebrated our seven month anniversary, um, and 
the significance of that was three ten and seven, you know, it was our seven month and 10 minus three is seven. So for me, I just, I was really excited about that. I thought that was so, so cool. And, um, and he brought me a dozen roses. It's been a long time since I've gotten roses, um, like that, just like the red roses. I had just been a long time since I've experienced that. And then, um, and we went out to dinner. We went to church and went out to dinner. And it was just a really fun night. And I knew that we had celebrated our seven-month anniversary because he had to go out of town for work. And um, and so it was on. So when we recorded last Tuesday, it was our seven-month. And I left here, and I was hoping that I was going to get to talk to him. So I'm talking to him on the phone, and he's telling me he's getting gas. And we're just talking, and um, I said, I'm getting ready to pull into my condo. Let me, let me get off the phone and let me let Levi out. And then we can talk more. So I walk into my condo and um, Levi's was always his, he's in his house right now, but he had been laying on the top of um, the, st- or by the door when I'd come in just waiting for me and he wasn't there. And I was like, I, it scared me because Levi's 11, he's getting older and he's in great health and great condition, but it still scared me that he wasn't there. So I'm like, Levi, are you okay? Hey, Levi, I'm talking to Levi and whatever. And, um, just trying to make sure, you know, just trying to find out where he is and just, I, and for him, I call, um, Dave is Mr. Dave to, to Levi, just, <laughs> just still trying to be polite. Even my dog has to be polite. So he called, I said, so it's Mr. Dave. So, but he, and he loves Mr. Dave. Like he just, and he immediately, he's such a great judge of character. He That's immediately you know. loved Dave and, um, wasn't scared of him, nothing. So, um, but then Levi comes prancing up and he's got a baby in his mouth. And when he has a baby in his mouth, that means he's really happy and he's just whatever. And I'm like, Levi, what's going on? And I start walking into my condo and on my, uh, and as another side note, I, I, because of everything that's happened, I've wanted things to be kind of held close to the chest nothing like, not that I'm embarrassed or ashamed or whatever. I just, if I get my heart broken or if I, something doesn't work out, I just don't want to face that humiliation again. Mm-hmm. And just, it's just, that's been hard. And so David knows that I've kind of wanted things to be private. So, but I walk and I look at my kitchen or I look at my table, my, my dining room table. And on the table is, is a diamond ring. And I was, I was so in shock <laughs> and Dave picks, peeks his head out and he said, Hey, I have a question for you. And, um, and he got down on one knee and he asked me to be his wife. And so I'm engaged. Congratulations. Thank you. I am beyond happy for you. Thank you. He is such a godly man and, um, he's, he's a great partner for me. Um, we, uh, we process, we process we process things really well together. We sometimes overtalk things and um he just allows me to be me and more than that um I remember talking at Free the Dream how was I was a little girl I would write I love Jesus and I love my future husband. And in my other and in unfortunately in my other marriage I felt like I had to choose between the two mm-hmm. of wh- where who I was able to give my loyalty to. And with Dave there's absolutely no doubt that I can love Jesus and he wants me to love him the best and the most, which then enables me to love Dave. And he believes in me and my dreams and my passions and, um, and all of these different things. And I'm so in awe of how God has provided this, this, this partner to do life with. So 
I'm engaged. It, congratulations. Thank you. It is an absolute amazing thing to be watching on this side. Thank you. And you got to meet him. I did. We went on a double date. We did go on a Y'all, double we date. went on a double date. Which, and which I did we didn't do in my Wait, I was just gonna say go in ahead. the eighteen years that I have known Sarah was the only double date I've ever been on with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, it felt so comfortable to me. Yeah. It really good. did. I mean, I was just able to I I don't know, it just it felt so right. And um it, it I'm I'm really you, happy. You were able to be you. Mm-hmm. And in that, because Okay. Um, because the three people that you were having dinner with that night are all three safe people for you. Yes. You were able to be you. You didn't have to be worried about how I was receiving Dave or how Dave was receiving me. You were able to understand that we were going to, mm-hmm. we were going to meet and get to know one another because we all love you. That and we're all, um, we're all authentically yes. ourselves and confident to be so. Absolutely. And that is such a great place to be. Um, I'm still, you know, when we're talking about getting married in the fall and when, when it, hopefully that'll be the date and I'll, um, I've been wondering, is it too soon? Is it, and it's not because I can see God, um, and I've been worried that people are going to think that. And you know what? Don't you worry know, about what people think. You know why? <laughs> you know how I know that God has got I me. Mean, I still have healing to do it. I think there always will be healing. And I love that. I love that there's just this, this healing that's going to help me to, to, to love people better and more and to understand some kind of pain. But do you know how I know that I've healed enough to be on this place that I am? Cause I don't care what people think. Very good. And I'm excited to, um, to follow God's leading and God's calling and to partner with someone that just allows me to be kingdom minded. And that is so exciting for me. And, um, it's, it's good. It is good. Yes. So it is good. Yes. I'm getting married. I am so happy for you. And so there's going to be a day when I'm going to say, not just Sarah. I know. (laughs) Can you believe that? I can. Yeah. So I can, I wonder, I had wondered if you had thought of that. Yes, actually, because last week um, I tried to write my, tried to write Sarah and my new last name. I'm terrible at writing that. Like, cause you know, you gotta you, practice. I got to practice. <laughs> See, talk about middle school. <laughs> like, you know, I love, I'm, I could write, I love Dave and Sarah, whatever, you know, and, and, and I thought that's really middle school. And I was like, I don't care because I, but I really do need to practice it because yeah. I, I like my handwriting. I have good handwriting. You do. But my but my new last name, I'm writing terrible. So and it's real simple. It's a simple last name, but I'm not writing it very well. You'll get it. I know. But it's just you'll funny. get it. When I got married, my new last name was so long I just started scribbling it. Yes. Literally. And you have two <laughs> long last names. You know, those are two yeah. long. So yeah. So, you, <laughs> I do. Mm-hmm. I, I scribble my whole name. I don't know how I went from a four letter last name to a what is is it nine? Is it not? I don't know. It's yeah. very long. Yeah. So now I'm, you know, it's funny to me. Like I had, when you go through this kind of stuff, you count your letters. How many do you got? Eleven. Eleven. I was gonna say I thought it was more. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, yeah, after I said nine, I'm like, that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> um, this this whole stability thing and this normalcy thing. And now I'm kind of upending that. on, But at this time, it's my own choice. You know, I'm upending and, and, and for a new life. And that feels awesome. You know, I just need to wrap my mind around all the things that I'll have to change here in the next, you know, six to seven months. Yes. But I'm going to, it's, it's, it's all, they're all it, good things. They are it's good exciting. Things, and they things. will happen well. Yeah. I, I honestly believe that. Thank you. I did get, I did get your approval. Not that, not that, uh, again, I don't. <laughs> not that you needed it. <laughs> but those are the people that I, I have learned that I want to have people speak into me mm-hmm. because of, of, just to be wise. I think yes. it's wise to have counsel and to, and to it's, seek to, it's just, so it's not just my, to have yeah, counsel and to not just have my feelings and to just whatever. But there have been people that I truly trust that have said, yes, he yes. is trustworthy. Yes. That is the, the same thing that you are experiencing is, you yes. know, whatever. And I, it was good for me to get your stamp of approval. So. Very good. Well, yeah. he, ha- he, he has it. Thank you. He has it. Okay. Well, you want to do some of these questions before we wrap up? Yeah, that'd be All great. Right. Awesome. Giving presents or getting presents? Giving. Same. No doubt. No doubt. Um, if if you had a child. <laughs> <laughs> Might. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, I think that's supposed to be would. Would you want them to be the most popular person in their high school? That's a stupid question. I'd want them to be themselves. Right. And if that makes them the most per- po- popular person in high school, so be it. But... Be yourself. Don't try to be popular. And don't, and yeah, and don't, for your character and your integrity, you don't try to be popular. You right. just, yeah. That just, is a dumb question. That's a dumb question. That's just a dumb question. So is this one. Okay. Make a high pitched sound. <laughs> I defer to Leo. I was going to say Leo's the podcast doing, pup. really well with that one for us. Um, from one to 10, how hot do you like your showers? About an eight. I was going to say like a nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want it to melt my flesh off, but pretty close. I'm with you. <laughs> the same way for me eating things. Yes. <laughs> or drinking things. I want them to be smoking hot. Yes. Yes. Okay. If Kim Kardashian and Donald Trump were both drowning and you could only save one, who would it be? Now, at the time, I'm sure that President Trump wasn't President Trump. I'm sure it was Donald Trump. I know. Like like yes. the media person. Yes. Well, dang. How, I guess whoever's closer. I, okay. <laughs> I'd say Donald Trump out of the respect for the presidency. I get that. I totally understand that. Office. But you know what? That's like, how do you put the value on a life? I mean, just because of what they, what they contribute. Right. Or whatever. People have worth because an, they're inerrant. It's this inerrant worth because of. We're made in the image of God. And right. so, golly, it's not how we... I know I'm analyzing this too. You really are. I can't think that. So whoever's closer. Whoever's closer. Fair enough. I, I'll say Donald Trump out of the presidency. I, that makes sense. really I annoys that. me. <laughs> Do you like the smell of gasoline? Huh. It doesn't bother me, but like if it, and I would say the reason I'm going to say no is because if it gets on, if it gets on my clothes yeah. or if it gets on my gloves, like if I happen to do that, I 
don't I don't like that smell. No, I agree with that. But there are sometimes I'm at the gas station and I'm like, this doesn't smell terrible. Right. That's but, yeah. so I agree with you. But that's yeah. If it gets on anything, I don't like that. Can you touch your toes without bending your knees? I don't. I'm so old now. I don't. She's know. She's gonna try it. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. That's a nope. I mean, I'm gonna say the peeps that I ate today is sure that I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if I think that if I could stretch. I had some time to stretch, but just trying to do it now. Yeah, heck, obviously, heck yeah. no, heck no. Yeah, no, I, I, I can't. Um, do you like the name Charlie for a girl? Yes, because my cat's named Charlie, and she's I a girl. I know. I love it. Um, I like. Um, good luck, Charlie. Oh yeah, I love that show. It that was so cute. So is that um, a yes for you too? Yes, I do. Yes. Um, do you know the definition of this word right here? It's a phobia. But I oh Tresca decaphobia Tresca decaphobia yeah Tresca decaphobia I have no idea me neither but we're gonna have to look that up so go ahead <laughs> have you ever tasted soap oh yes and actually just yesterday <laughs> I didn't mean to but I'd wash my hands out of all of this stuff and then like I don't know what I was doing but somehow so and I was like oh that's oh, it's awful. awful it's so bad it's Ugh. so yes I think we've all accidentally had. Soap in our mouth, sometimes or, or on some, purpose. I was going to say, yeah. some people, you know, like, wash your mouth out with yes, soap. Yeah. no, I never got my mouth washed out with soap, though. Just. Sometimes I wonder why. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> since you said that you're the, what, your mouth um, If you were given an all-expenses-paid-to-Cleveland, would you take it? Sure. Rock and Roll, rock and roll yeah. Hall of Fame is there. Yeah, why not? Uh, it is the fear or avoidance of the number 13. It's oh. also the fear of Friday the 13th. Interesting. So Friday the 13th was just my dad's birthday. Oh, yeah. Um, last Friday. And um, so, yeah, I don't have that fear. McKenna cannot say the number. She cannot say the TH sound. It comes out as, as an F sound. Oh. So she did not like being 13 because she was 13. And she does not look forward to being 23 because she'll be 23. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. It, there. So Holy that, moly. I'm sorry. I, I just, we just got a text from our hairdresser and she just said they just closed us. Do you want to come in tonight or wait it out? I don't need to get my hair colored. I mean, like, no. And so there's no reason for me to do that. But in a week's time, we all going to be great. We're all going gray. That that's. This is how it's going to be now. Okay. Well, now the coronavirus is messed with the wrong now girl. It's, now it's real. Because now my hair's... Oh, this is... Messing up hair appointments now. Come on, man. Yeah. Everything. Dang. Non-essentials. It makes sense. Non-essentials. I, I mean... I'm sorry. I'm just... I didn't mean to... It depends on who's defining essential. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Okay, so yeah, I'd take an all expenses paid to Cleveland. Yeah. Yes. But you absolutely. were talking about um, McKenna not being able to say Oh, her. so she can't say 13. and or, or three. She, the TH sound. She can't She can't say the TH sound. She didn't like being 13. She doesn't. She's, and, then, and then she realizes that she's going to have to go through her 30s. <laughs> she's like, I'm not going to like that decade. Oh, bless her heart. I love her. I just and love her sense just, of humor and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So That's anyway, sweet. okay. I don't think she actually has that fear, but she didn't like being 13. 
Okay, where was I? Oh, do you own any stuffed animals? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Currently. Do you currently own any stuffed animals? Oh, yes. Yes, me too. Before I got Leo, I was actually sleeping with a, with a teddy bear that Cliff had gifted me for something or other. I, I still sleep a lot of times with my bear, Henrietta, that I got yeah. from my grandma when I was mm-hmm. little. And she's one of my best buds. Yep. So, yep. yep. Henrietta. Henrietta. So the answer to that is yes. Oh, what's the maximum number of spritzes of perfume before it's too much? The maximum that I will do is three. Really? Because mm-hmm. I'm calling it at one and a half. I put it on different parts of my body, though. The I, three. I am very sensitive to smell. Mm-hmm. And um, I went through a lot of years where I couldn't wear anything because it would it would gag me. And then Matthew was also very sensitive. And so... I couldn't wear anything mm-hmm. without bothering him. Right. And um, so I could, I could, well, probably two. I think I probably, because you got me one for my birthday that I really love. Mm-hmm. It has such a clean smell to yeah. it. And um, so it's two. Okay, yeah, cool. Do two. Anyway, that was fun. That was fun. Some of those were stupid. I agree. All right. Um, y'all, thank you so much for um, coming on this journey with us. I hope that we can be, you know, a fun little quirk into your quarantine. Distraction. <laughs> uh, uh, definitely a distraction. Stay safe. Stay healthy. And um, as long as we're allowed, we will continue to release this podcast. And um, we encourage you to quarantine authentically. 